Welcome to this week's podcast from Fearless LA. For more information, check out fearlessla.com or explore the Fearless app. Thanks for listening. This is Fearless Los Angeles. has been given a flavor of God and is expressing that to the world and they are here to reach a certain group of people in fact they found out that there are only 400 churches uh, spirit-filled Bible full churches in all of LA County there are 20 million people in LA County that would mean that each of those churches has to have 60,000 members in all of them for us to reach LA so why in the world are churches in competition with each other come plant right next door man let's support each other let's believe in each other let's not become each other let's honor the gift of God in every place so here's what DNA is it it is introducing you to the flavor called fearless planet shaker so if you want to be a part of that just sign up at the at the red tent downstairs it will change your life amen amen I better preach or we ain't gonna get this thing done In Jesus' name, we pray today we would encounter you, Father, through the area of love, sex, and dating, Father. We thank you for this LSD, God, that you have put in us like a drug, God. Lord, love is like a drug. Sex is like a drug, God. And Lord, some of us are addicted to dating, God, and dating the wrong people. We've been looking for the right person, but Lord, and some of us husbands and wives, God, Lord, as we've gotten married, it's come reverse. Lord, we have to fight to go on dates. We have to fight to have sex, God. And Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, you would, you would mentor and disciple a generation through your word today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. We have been in this series called Love, Sex, and Dating, LSD. And uh, we did a seven-day challenge uh, out to people last week. And uh, I just want to confess, I have failed the challenge Both of our kids got sick, and I just wanted to know if anybody succeeded at the challenge that's married. I just wanted to, like, honor you with just at least a clap of praise. Uh, Did anyone succeed? No one. Awesome. Praise God. So here's the deal. We're going to do it again this week, another seven-day challenge, and I'm going to give out a trophy for anybody that succeeded. You said you can't do that. Well, we are. We're also looking for a generation to be pure for seven days. Not just not have sex, right? But to to not look lustfully with your eyes at things, right? For a seven-day challenge, you say, well, we should do that for a lifetime. Well, let's start with seven days, right? We could get to a lifetime. As soon as that seven days is over, we can go another seven days, right? Okay, so here's the challenge. If you're married, it's to have sex with your wife every day. If you double up, that's okay. If you're not married... It is not look lustfully. It's not think lustfully. As soon as you get that thought, it's not your fault if you got that thought, but it's your fault if you weigh on that thought. Right? It's not your fault that the girl didn't dress right in winter. Right? She's, she needs to get some clothes on. Right? Or, or an Instagram, all of a sudden someone posts a picture, you're like, oh my gosh, why did they post that picture? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, come on, help me out! Right? And so it's not your thought, it's not your fault if that happens, because lust will try to come at you at every side. It is your fault if you take the second look, and the third look, and the fourth look, and not ultimately your fault is sin's fault inside of you that is longing to have that instead of real love. And today we want to talk about love, is that okay? I, f- I feel like this word love, uh, when we say it, uh, we, we don't all the way capture the fullness of what it means anymore, because love used to actually mean something. And it's just like this. Richard, get up here. Richie, Richard, 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 Richie, Richard, 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 get up here. Richie, Richard, Richard, Richie, Richard, Richard, Richie, Richie, Richard, Richard, Richie, Richard, Richie, Richie, Richard, Richard, Richie, Richard, Richard, Richie, anybody named Richie or Richard out there, get up here. Now, which one am I talking to? They don't even know. So, Delisha, since they're all the same, we're just going to replace Richard for Richie 
this week. Since there's no difference, you're now going to be married to Richie for one week. And then since they're all the same, Richard Hernandez the next week. She clapped. What do you think about that? That's kind of awkward. Oh, yeah, you know. (laughs) This is the same thing that's happened to love. It's one word, but when we say that one word, it has many different meanings. And depending on which love you're talking about, we could misunderstand you and take home something that has nothing to do with what God was really saying. God wants you to experience real love. And because of all of our our wrong kinds of love, until the speaker points out which one he's talking about, you can make your guesses, but you're just guessing. We love lots of things. We love McDonald's. We love a number two. Love tacos. Anybody love tacos? I love this room. I love, like, there's a lot of things that we love. So, so, so here's the deal. How, how do we distinguish all this, and how do we really experience love if we have really no definition of love, and we really just say it, and this word, I believe, is, is the most overworked and underpaid emotion in the world. The most overused, overworked, And underpaid, meaning we actually don't know which one they're talking about. Is it Rich, Rich, or Richie? Rich H? Rich M? What kind of love are we talking about today? And today I would like you to walk out of this room with the real definition of what Jesus is calling us to have. Not only for our spouse one day, but for ourselves and for each other. This little thing called Love. Thank you. Come on, give it up for these guys right here. 1 Corinthians uh, 13, verse 4 through 8 starts describing this thing called love. And we've heard this read at weddings. Uh, and, and, we, and, we, and we expect, wow, maybe this could happen for the first time with these two people because no one else in the crowd has really experienced the fullness. We get teary-eyed and we get hopeful again. But really, this definition uh, isn't easy. It's nice to say, nice to read. But what if we could actually leave this place full of this definition of love? It says this in this, this word called love. It says, love is patient. Somebody slap someone you know that's not patient. <laughs> Maybe you should have slapped yourself. <laughs> love is patient. Turn to your neighbor and say, love is patient. I seen one girl slap her boyfriend, and then she gave him a kiss. That's good. You're not patient, but I love you anyways. Love is patient. Wow, let's, let's work on this. What, what if, how do we live out this kind of love that God wants us to have? we got to start trying to be patient. Now, here's what I do want to tell you. Be careful if you pray for patience. Because God is going to teach you how to pull it out through adverse situations. You want patience? Okay, I'm going to bring you a lot of stuff that doesn't have patience. I'm going to bring you in traffic in L.A. I'm going to bring you with crazy people in line, and the line keeps growing, and people keep cutting. And all of a sudden, God goes, what are you doing, God? I'm working on your patience. Because anything great has to be tested to be proven that it is what it is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Wow. What if we had some kind people just... You come in a room and they actually are kind. So this is pretty, this is pretty, uh, it's pretty surface. I'm not getting fed here, Pastor. I need some meat. <laughs> I need a steak here. I mean, love is patient, love is kind. That's not very exciting. I want like 30 shades of gray kind of love. You know what I'm saying? I, I need some, I need some crazy love. I need some, I need some, uh, I need some, man, I need some hot, I need, I need some heavy, hot and heavy. I need some violins. I, I, need, I want that kind of love. Well, Well, maybe this kind of love is actually hot and heavy and exciting. And maybe some of us that have experienced parents or family members or gone through ourselves divorce 
if we would have actually took time or they would have took time to read the mundane and average meaning of what they thought was so exciting, maybe things would have shifted from the beginning. I don't know about you, but I don't, there's some people in this room that your parents have gone through a crazy divorce and you are afraid of marriage and you are nervous about marriage. You're nervous about dating. You're nervous about finding someone because they told you that they fell out of love. But this kind of love, you can't fall out of. To be patient? Can you fall out? Oh, sorry. I'm just irritated today because I fell out of patience. It's not patient today. Tomorrow I'll get back in that boat. But today I'm just, I'm out of it. I fell out of kindness. No, you're just not kind. That's <laughs> someone's just mean and you're like, no, no, you're, you're, just, you're just ugly. You're mean. You're nasty. You can't fall out of kindness. What is kindness? Kindness is a choice. And so is love. It's not a feeling. It's a choice. I have to wake up every day and make a choice to love my wife, and she definitely has to make a choice to love me. You have to make a choice to love the person next to you that you don't know or you don't fit in with or you don't even have the same social economic status or the same race behind your background. We actually have to love. This is what God is calling us to do, to be patient. Many churches aren't patient, right? You go to churches and someone's not dressed right after the first week they got saved. They got their skirt too high and their shirt too short and too low all at the same time. They go I can't believe you're in the church like this. But what they're not combating is the reason why they don't want them in the church like that is because their husband still hasn't dealt with lust. we got to be patient with people. We need some mamas and some older sisters and, and, and some people to say, come on, honey, let's bring you along in this thing. We're not into behavior modifications. We're not into rules, but we are into discipleship. Let me tell you why. Your body is valuable to God. You don't need to show any man the meat before he puts the ring on it, baby. You know what I'm saying? It does not envy. How do you know if you don't envy? Have your friend or someone that, have your enemy get a job promotion. Watch your celebration. How do you know if people around you don't envy what you have? Tell them some good news for the first time. See, it's the, also not just the people that cry with you. It's the people that celebrate with you that you want around. Who's going to celebrate with me when I get a bill? You know, I could tell you all day long, we are four other churches in this city, but watch a church get a building given to them. And then watch my celebration. And my actions will tell you if my words have any power. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. Praise the Lord for that. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. How many times do I have to forgive? Well, it depends on if you want to love or not. Do you have a record? It's a long record. There's a lot of pages in my record because they hurt me a lot of times. Well, if you have love, you have to rip out the pages because he ripped out the pages for us and he keeps no records of my wrongs. Some of you need to hear that today. God is keeping no record of your wrongs. You come into church, can I worship today? Well, I did this, I did this, I did this. I can put one hand up. (laughs) I can shout halfway because if I showed it all the way, lightning will literally come through this building and kill me right here. God keeps no record of the devil does God doesn't he loves you he loves you he loves you breathe that in he keeps no record of wrongs how many think that's pretty awesome right there how many got a lot of records that have just been thrown away oh I I see the fire burning down the house of the records that I filled up I'm preaching better than you're shouting but that's okay we'll get there Keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Meaning, you can't fall out of love. Real love. You can fall out of lust, but not love. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. 
Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And he's talking about heaven. When we get to heaven, the only thing we'll have left is love. The greatest of these things, faith, hope, is love. Love is why Jesus came. Love, he was in love. He couldn't help it. He was in love with his sons and daughters. And he said, I'm done with you, devil. Keep keeping a record of wrongs. I will pay their punishment on this cross even if they don't accept me. Why? Because that would be lust. If I give to you, you got to give to me. And what we would call that is manipulation. People manipulate all the time. If you loved me, you would sleep with me. And if you're married, we could say that. That's okay. <laughs> right? If you love me, you would treat me different. Stop waiting for them to love you. How do we fall in love with God? He first loved us. He first loved us. While we were still sinners, while we were still jacked up, messed up, while we had nothing to give back, all we had was hate and anger and frustration and annoyance. And God said, I'm going to love you so dangerously that you're not going to be able to help but love me back. What if we started loving people like that? What if we just started trying, what if we just stopped right here, we walked out of this room and said, okay, that's enough, Pastor. I don't, I can't, I don't even think I can live that out yet. I am going to do my best to love. Who would make a commitment to start loving this week? To start writing these down and say, you know what? Every time the Holy Spirit reminds me, you're not supposed to be angry. If you're angry, you're not loving. If you're keeping a record of wrongs, you're not loving. Then the Bible says, how can you say that you love God, yet hate on your Christian brothers? And then he says this, that person is a liar. <laughs> Don't tell me you love me and be mean to my son. I love you, pastor. Brave comes in the room. You're an idiot, kid. But what's the difference? Because Richie is God's son. Delicia is God's daughter. And if I'm hating on his daughter, then I might as well tell him I hate him to his face. Because I could tell him I love him, but I'm a liar. The Bible actually says if you bring a gift before God and you have awed against your brother, leave the gift at the altar. I don't want it yet. And go make it right with your brother. Then come back and give me the gift. Crazy. Because love is dangerous. The problem is that we don't understand love. The kind of love that God is talking about here is obviously agape love. It stands for unconditional love. There are no conditions to this love. How many guys would like some kind of love like that? Our problem is that we have doled it down to many words. We love all kinds of things. But all those things that we love all have conditions. It's the most overused word in our society. You've seen it, under the tree. We were sitting under the tree. It was our first date. He made me a sandwich. He forgot the drinks. But we just kind of numbed it. He brought chips. And after our meal, he leaned over and he whispered in my ear, Then we made out for two minutes. <laughs> then he told me again. Then we made out for two hours. I love you. And ladies, I do need to tell you, uh, uh, I need to warn you, uh, as men, we're different than you. We're much different. If you haven't noticed, we probably came from two different parts of heaven. For sure, we are different. Anybody realize that men and women are completely different? If you don't realize that, you're going to have a hard life for the rest of your life. Men, uh, men will, will, uh, will use love. <laughs> I love you. To get <laughs> sex. And we don't want 
to admit it because if we let you in on our little secret, (laughs) you might start catching on. So we will use love to get. It's okay. You can say that word in church. Okay, say this one. Okay. Men, the way our brains are work, we will use love to get sex. And you would say, not every man. Well, I think most of them. We wouldn't like to admit it. We'd like to admit, no, nah, not me, baby. <laughs> if that's true, if, if that's true, the men that are looking at me like I'm crazy and you're mad at me, it's okay. I let them in on your secret. Ladies, let me help you out. If that's not true, please explain to me tickle fights. <laughs> help me understand massages. Give you a massage, girl. Sit right here. We're just friends. Right? You don't believe me? Look for the next man that's giving his grandma a massage. It's not happening. Please explain to me long me? phone calls. Look for the next man that's in a Show me one dude in this room at a table. That has long phone no, calls. That might happen in this city. With other men. Well, I have a few friends but, like that. But I'm just saying it's not everyone. But for the most part, but for the next man, men are like, hey, how's it going? Couldn't you have texted me? Did we need to actually talk? Did we need, I didn't need to hear your voice. This is awkward. I don't want to hear your voice. But then your baby calls. Hey, girl. So let me get out, let me get out of here for a little bit. I got to get somewhere where we could talk. I don't even have to talk. Let me just listen to your breath on the phone. Yeah. Your breath sounds amazing. That was my friend. Oh, no. Okay. That's you. Okay. Okay. Explain to me long letters and poetry. Not talk about spoken word or something cool. Explain to me poetry. We will use love to get sex. But women will use sex to find love. That's why guys aren't dressed in the short shorts to attract a woman. Half top. What, you don't like this belly? Right? The extra hair, right? No, that's gross. Right? Because a woman will use sex appeal to find someone to love her. You know what you need to see? When someone's not dressing right, it's really that they have never found real love. They're not trying to look a certain way. They're just trying to find this. And because us men are trying to find that, the two collide. What if a group of men stopped using love to get sex, but we started using love to find love? And what if a group of women didn't have to use sex to find love? They just freely receive from men of God. Men will use all kinds of things. Man, we even have this thing called cheesy pickup lines. Where's Taylor? Taylor. He collected a few. He collected a few from some of the guys. David, David Ray, uh, Israel. Thanks for that, for a couple of quotes. And, uh, uh, yeah, come on up, come on up. Uh, Dad, thank you for those five you put in there. I appreciate that, that you, you worked on mom. Let me see. Can you, can you read some of these that they gave you? You ready? Okay, okay. So just, this is, this is, I just want to let you know that this works. So uh, last night I was reading the book of Numbers, and I realized I didn't have yours. <laughs> that was Richie's? Was that Richie's? Good. That's, I like that one, bro. I appreciate that one. Is your name Faith? Because you're the substance of the things I've hoped for. Some of you should write these down. It sounds like the girls like them. Uh, This is from David Ray. Can you give us David Ray's? Yeah. I'm not usually very prophetic, but I can see us together. (laughs) And why do we use cheesy pickup lines? Because they work. Yeah, they work. (laughs) And guys, not men of God, but guys... We'll lie to you to get what they want. 
But really, they don't really have to feel like they're lying because I love you. I love tacos. I love burritos. And I love the last five girls that I told I loved because love is the same thing, right? Until we make them read this version. So we'll lie to you to get what we want. But girls will lie to themselves. Yeah, it's why all of a sudden you've seen him all across the room. He winked at you, and all now, now you drawing it. You know what your kids will look like with his kids, and together their faces and their facial structure. You've it was a three minute phone call for real, and you've had two three hour phone calls with all your girls talking about the three minute phone call. You should have heard what he said to me. How long was it? It was long, long enough. Three minutes. You spend the next three hours. Did you see how he looked at me? I think, I think, I think, I think something was happening. I think, I think, I think he's shifting towards me. I, I think he noticed this new outfit that I've put on. I could see us, girl. I could see you two together. I could see, I could see it working out. I see your destinies aligning. He could sing and you could play drums. You could work it out together. Oh, he's a promoter. You, you, could, you could do your art and he could promote your art. I already see, I already see it downtown. Deanna and, 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 and I, I don't want to say that because Deanna's going to kill me. Uh, let's, let's pick a new name. Alan and Deanna. Okay, good. Don't kill me. Uh, Alan and Deanna's coffee shop where art and music collide. Right? And ladies... You will lie to yourself. The dude's not thinking about a coffee shop with you. He's definitely not thinking about kids. Just preaching truth. You want me to preach truth, right? You want me to lie up here? But real relationships don't start with each other. They start with God. How do we get out of this? How do we get out of this, this what we, our flesh wants? How, how do we jump out of this and actually have a lifelong love? How, how, even this continues in marriage, right? I come up to my wife. When I buy her flowers, I'm thinking about things. Right? My parents are on the front row. I'm not looking that way. <laughs> it's going to stay to this side of the crowd, right? How, how do we get out of this? Because this pattern will only lead to hurt. How do we be honest? First, we've got to be honest. As long as you keep saying, that's not me, that's not me, then, then, then you're going to keep in this pattern. As soon as you get that I am flesh and blood, I am flesh and bones, I was born with a sin nature, and Jesus can take it to the cross, until we catch that, look, until we can admit it, look, and the person that's not able to admit it is the biggest player in the room. Stay far away from them, ladies. Stay far away from them, men. Because a woman who fears the Lord ain't playing. And a man who fears the Lord will last a lifetime. Amen? So I have a greater fear of God and awe of reverence than I do my pride at admitting that I am jacked and messed up and I need Jesus to help me out of this and I need Jesus to love because this other pattern is not love at all. All it is is lust. So here's what we think love is. We come with our cups, our life, these two containers, and we say, all right, Lord, all right, God, I'm coming to church now. Fill me up. I got a little bit of God. Oh, that's good. Now they got a little bit of God. I got a little bit of love poured in. I went to that church. People hugged me. People loved on me. Wow, that person really loved on me. Wow, that's awesome. And so here's what we do. We think that we come to some source, get some kind of love that has a point of stopping, and then we go home. This is how me and my life loved each other for a long time. I'd be sitting on the couch with my wife, hanging out, and she would say something like this.
couldn't figure it out at first what the heck she was doing. I didn't know if it was like a call, a mating call. I was hoping it was a mating call, but. <laughs> That's the one that worked for you, that call? <laughs> hey, you didn't pass the seven-day challenge, so you can't talk. <laughs> Too many late nights. Praise the Lord. I hope my parents don't win the seven-day challenge. That's all I hope. Okay, someone's like, what kind of church is this? A real church. And I know now what that means. Man, I am so parched. Sometimes we have stare-offs. And sometimes I play dumb now. What does that mean? But I know what it means. What it means is I really want you to get up and get me a cup of water with some ice, only three cubes. My wife is very particular how she likes her water. Brita filtered. Hopefully the British thing's been in the fridge. If not, you might have to find a way to cool it down. But all she has to do is... And you know what? I'm sitting there going, man, I don't feel like it. I just changed 32 diapers of my kids. I deserve her to get me. I'm kind of thirsty too. I'm feeling the parsonage coming on too. And it's not just you. It's me too. Right? And she stays staring. And sometimes now she kind of flicks her hair. You know, if you get me some water, we might be able to pass the challenge. I jump up to my feet. (laughs) And I sit there and go, you know, Christy cooked a great dinner. It was so good. I I think, you know, I deserve to... I didn't do anything. I sat here. I'm a blessed insurance. Watch TV. She worked and slaves. She put the kids to bed. You know what? Because you did that for me, I'll go do this for you. So, so, so what I do is I get up, and I get up some water, and I bring it to her. Honey, this is just how you like it. Because you filled up my love tank a few minutes ago, a few hours ago with that good lasagna. Man, that was good stuff. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fill up your love tank, and I got it just right. And then a few hours later, we're in bed, and we're, we're, you know, we're talking. Someone forgot to turn off the light. And I go, honey, can you turn off the light? Can, can, you, can you get up and turn off the light? I, I, I'm just so tired, man. I just, I had DNA all weekend. I'm just so tired. I mean, you know, can, can, would you just do this for me? I, I got you water. Remember I got you water? I got you water earlier, and now, now it's your turn to do something for me. And so this is, then she gets up. She turns off the light. She fills my love tank up. And here's how we think love is. You didn't love me enough, okay. and I'll love you. If you love me enough, then I'll open my heart and love you back. This is how we live in church. This is how we live with God. God, you didn't come through this week. I'm not worshiping. Why would I lift my hands to you? I'm still driving a messed up car. And what we think love is, is really lust. Because love doesn't have a, if you do this, I'll do this. Love is freely given, freely received. It has, real love is not backwash. Real love has no end. Yeah. You see, God wants to make you more like a hose. He wants you to come get plugged into the source, Jesus, the supernatural creator of all love. In fact, he doesn't just create it. He is love. And he's not a pool. He's a river of love. He wants a generation to come get plugged into him. 
And then when you're plugged into him, you're not waiting for them to do anything to you. And here's the deal. If you try to kink this love up, it still keeps coming out. If you try to block it with your hand, it shoots further. This kind of love can't be stopped. I want you to have unconditional love. There are no conditions to the love that God gives. And when it comes in, it has to go out. And if it's not coming out, I wonder if it's coming in. And this is where many relationships fall short because we think it's about looks. We think it's about what they can do. We think it's about talent. But really, love doesn't start with them. Love starts with our connection to God. Be careful to end up with somebody that says, I love you. And they have no source of love to give you. And it's just a backed up, washed up cycle of what somebody else gave them. Say, no, no. I'm the first girl he used those pickup lines on. Really? How did he get so good at them? I remember dating one girl. I wrote her a song. And then the next girl I dated her, I just sang her the same song. She didn't know. I still meant the words. I just didn't know I was going to mean them for a different girl. Do you, do you think really that you're just the first one? You think they practiced that on their buddy? Let's go sit in the coffee shop and practice pickup lines. You and me. Your eyes sparkle like the moon. Oh, that was good. Then he looks at you. Now I know why Solomon had 700 wives. He never met you. Woo! Okay, give me another one, right? Guys didn't practice on their buddy. We practiced on another girl. But you will lie to yourself because you are so starved for love that we will accept lust because it's better than nothing. And here is the lie that the devil has slipped into a generation. It's either what they can give you or nothing. And that's a lie. Because the God of the universe has not stopped pouring out his love since time began. And he is waiting for you to walk into his office of love and pour out love into you. Ladies, you don't need a guy to love you first. You need a God to love you first. And when you have a God that loves you first, some guy walks up and says, wow, you are beautiful. Turn around, go. Where are you going? I ought to go hang out with a lot more beautiful people. That didn't mean anything to you? Yeah, it meant something. Thank you. But my God has already told me that I'm beautiful. I am also fearfully and wonderfully made. He also knit me together before my mother formed me in my mother's womb. I don't know if you understand, but a Proverbs 31 woman is what I'm striving to be. And I will be feared at my enemy's gate because I am a woman of virtue and value. And just because you told me I'm beautiful, thank you. But I don't have to have you to approve of me. God has already stamped me as perfect. Yeah. And we will shout, but do you believe it? What if we could just breathe it in for a second, folks? Love is supernatural. If they don't have a super source, they will only give you natural love. But I don't want natural love. I want love that's patient. I want love that's kind. I want love that does not boast. I want love that does not envy. Look, you might need to tell that guy, hey, look, I love you. God bless you because I plugged into a source. But right now, all I'm getting from you is this other kind of love. And I know that it's not your fault because that's what I had in the beginning. But I want to tell you, why don't you spend the next season of your life go getting plugged into real love? Because here's what I want to tell you. My love will always fail you and fall short. But his love will never fail you, will never leave you, will never forsake you. As high as you want to go, it's there. As low as you get, it's there. From the heights of the heavens to the width of the earth, God's love cannot be measured. And I'm not talking about dating God. 
I'm talking about being married to God. Being in a love relationship with God. And right now, he's pouring out his love. This doesn't need to end when you get married. In fact, when you get married, all of life will try to kink up the hose. We'll try to turn off the spout. Time. Hasn't your time gotten crazier since you got married? And then you have kids, and you're like, man, I just don't have time to, to connect with God. So I'm just going to disconnect for a little bit. i got to connect into all these other things. I just don't have time. i got a job now. i got kids now. i got to please you now. And we get unconnected from God and still keep trying to water. You ever notice after you turn off a hose or after you unplug it, it still kind of has some water left in the tube? This is what most of us are living off, the little bit of water that's been left in the tube. And we are loving our families from that, and we are loving our wives and our husbands from that. But the deal is, do not separate yourself from the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. Look, if you're going to spend time with anybody this week, let it be your Father God. If you're going to spend time with anyone this week, you only got five minutes. Forget everybody else. Spend time with Him. In fact, if you don't spend time with God, don't come to church. Right? Go spend time with Him. This is just a celebration of our time with Him. Right? This will not get you into heaven. A relationship with the King of glory will open the doors to the Father's house. He loves you. 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 And it's funny that I kept saying it, right? It's like a repeating record. Well, that's what heaven's been saying since the day you were formed, since the day you were born. Right now, there are radio waves running through this room. You can't see them. You can't hear them. You can't feel them. Unless we took a stereo and we raised the antenna and we tuned in the station to the right frequency, then what was always here would be heard by our natural senses. You see, God is pouring out love in the atmosphere. Whether you hear it, see it, or feel it, all you have to do is raise your antennas, turn your heart to the right frequency, His Word, and say, God, I want to hear that you love me. I don't want lust anymore. I don't want backwash. I want the real thing, God. Galatians 5 22 says this but the fruit of the spirit is love you see that fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law there is no religion against such things the fruit of the spirit the fruit of being plugged in my spirit the believed evidence that you are plugged into God will be this fruit not in your ministry but in your personal life you will have love you will have joy you will have forbearance you will have kindness you will have goodness you will have faithfulness you will have gentleness and self-control and no one could put any laws on what you have how many of you guys think that would be pretty awesome to walk around this earth with these things? How many of you guys would desire to have these things right here? When I read this list, I get a little overwhelmed, Ben, because I think, man, that's, that's a lot of work. First, I got to work on love. <laughs> this is a lot. Love is a lot. Love is patient. Love is kind. I got to work on all those things. Then next, I got to work on joy. How, how am I going to work on joy? I got to work on that. Then I got to work on peace. Oh my good, I'm, I'm going to be living the rest of my life and there's not going to be any fruit because I can't get this figured out. You ever thought like that? I want to tell you this. In the original text, this word, the fruit of the Spirit, is not plural. It's not the fruit of love, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace, the fruit of forbearance. In fact, this right here is only one fruit. It's singular. Guess what it starts out with? The fruit of the Spirit is love. 
and all the other things are the attributes of love. This is an apple, but this apple has a skin. It has a core. It has seeds. It has meat on the inside. These things are simply the attributes of love. What do I chase after? Love. If I have love, I have peace. If I have love, I have joy. If I have love, I have forbearance. If I have love, I have kindness. If I don't have those things, I probably don't have love. Because those are the attributes of love. Joy is love's celebration. If you have joy in this house, can I see it? Come on. Joy is love's celebration. Come on, on the count of three, if you've been plugged into love, I want to see you celebrate. Joy is love's celebration. It doesn't look like this. It doesn't look like this. It's joy. It's love's celebration. Come on, on the count of three. One, two, three. Come on, let me see joy as love's celebration. love's reward yeah it's the reward of love if you're plugged into love your reward is peace right you're going to walk around this earth and it's not that all hell isn't going to break out you're going to have peace in all hell breaking out because you have love patience is love's response kindness is love's reaction goodness is love's gift faithfulness is love's commitment gentleness is love's expression and self-control is love's choice love is a choice love never fails it never fades it never gives up it never holds back today I don't know about you but before I get plugged into anybody else's love I want to be plugged into God's love if you're in this room you say you know what I want to be plugged into his love today I want to be tapped in man put my life, plug it in. I want to be into the vine. I want the branch, the dead branch. See, this is what salvation is. Salvation is a dead person coming alive. It's not a bad person being good. It's dead coming alive. When God chose you, he picked me and you up as a dead branch. And he cut himself on the cross and provided room in that wound for me to be a part of his life. He grafted me in, is what the Bible says. And once I got plugged into Him, His love was produced now in me. What I couldn't do, He did. And because that love is so dangerous, it produces fruit in my life. How do I know if someone's plugged into Jesus? Look for fruit. If you see the fruit in their life, they're plugged into something greater than them. I don't know about you, but I want that fruit in my life. I want to be plugged into the vine. You're in this room right now under the sound of my voice. And you feel dead. Today, Jesus is broadcasting his love again to you today. I was cut. I was bruised. I was beaten. So that your death could be plugged into my life. And no matter how dead you feel, my life is more powerful. You're in this room today and you feel dead on the inside and you would like to feel his life. I'm not asking if you want to sign up for fearless. I'm not asking if you want to join a bunch of rules because this kind of love has no rules. There's one rule, the rule of love, and he wants it to rule your life. You're in this room, under the sound of my voice, can you bow your heads and close your eyes? You're in this room and you want to take a bite fully of this love. You want to get rid of lust from your life and you want to take all of yourself and plug into all of him. You're ready for that today. Maybe you're not ready, but you hear God calling you. Maybe you'll never be ready, but today is your day. Today is the day for salvation, says the Lord. You're in this room. I'm believing for 20 people in this room to lift their hands under the sound of my voice. Maybe you've done this before. Maybe you've never given your life to Him. Under the sound of my voice, on the count of three, I just want you to slip up your hand. It's just me looking. I want you to slip up your hand. I want you to slip up your hand on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Come on, if that's you, I'm believing for 20 people. One, two. Come on, I'm believing for a few more. Two, three, four. Anybody else? Five. I want to see that hand. Anybody else? I want that love in my life. I want to be plugged into that new life. 
Why are you waiting? Because I'm believing someone is debating in their mind. It's not about giving up. It's about getting. Getting is real love. I walked away from God. I don't know him like I'd want to know him. Amen. Can we all stand to our feet all over this room? If you lifted your hand earlier, I would love to shake your hand down here and be able to pray with you with my team. It's not to embarrass you. It's to honor you today as you get plugged into this new life. We're not here for behavior modifications. We're not here to tell you what God wants you to hear. We're here to introduce you to Jesus. If you'd like to meet Jesus today, I'd love you to get out of your seat and come down to this front. On the count of three, ready? One, two, three. You raised your hand earlier. Would you get out of your seat and come down to this front if that was you? Come on, can we clap for these people as they come, as they come? They're still thinking about, should I come? I saw you lift your hands, ma'am. Would you come down? I saw you lift your hand in the back. Would you come down? Come on, don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. Come on, come down. Come down right here in the middle. Come on, come down, come down. If you're next to someone and they lift their hand, bring them down. Come on, come down, come down, come up, come down. I know this is strange. I know this is new. Ma'am, did you want to come down? I see you lift your hand earlier right here in the, the tan sweater. Would you come join us down here? Yeah, just right now. Today is your day. Come on, don't go halfway. You came a long way. Come on, come on, give it up for our friend right here. There was someone else over in this section. Come on, don't be embarrassed. This is not a, this is not an embarrassing thing. This is an awesome. Can we cheer for these people one more time? Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Are you ready to be plugged into love? Would you just do this? Would you lift your hands? Pastor Sean, would you take these people right around this corner? He's going to pray with you right outside this, this room right here, just where it's a little quieter. Thank you. Come on. Can we give it up for these people right here real quick? If you're ready to be plugged into love, will you just lift your hands all over this room? Holy Spirit, we renounce and denounce every bit of lust that has come into our life. Every piece of backwash love, God. We let go of all relationships that have just given us lust, God. And we pray today, Holy Spirit. Would you say this today, Jesus? Today, Jesus. I give you my life. I want to be fully connected to you. Come on, I only hear Delicia praying. I want to be fully. Come on, I can't hear you. I want to be fully connected to you. In Jesus' name, from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, pour into me new love today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, somebody give Jesus a shout of praise in this house. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to another powerful message from Fearless LA. You can follow what's happening at Fearless by going to fearlessla.com, exploring the app, or looking us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. If you would like prayer, check out the prayer wall in the Fearless app. God bless you.